You're listening to the What the Junk Podcast with Megan Rage. Wednesday. I love how when I got the battery replaced on this on this computer, they were like, yeah, to ensure good battery life, make sure that you don't leave it plugged in all the time. I literally have like not unplugged it once since then. And that was like two months ago. Cool, cool, cool. Really good at following instructions. I just had to like unplug it for a bit. And it makes me nervous for some reason. I'm just worried that I'm going to forget to plug it back in and then I'm going to need it to like record my shows or I'm going to be on a time crunch and it's going to be dead and then it's going to take me forever to charge it, even though I know you just have to plug it in and give it some juice and then it'll rock and roll. But it's a little slow, even after the battery replacement, like when that happens. So anyways, hi, guys. Happy Wednesday. I just got an email from the car dealership saying... That trade-in values are at an all-time high. We should come in and see what their inventory is and talk about a trade-in. And this is literally how I ended up with the car that I had now. I had the same car that I have now, only an older model. I had a 2016, and we got a postcard in the mail saying that they were like willing to, when all this stuff was happening, like right after COVID, and there was no inventory, basically saying that they had no inventory and they were willing to give us a really good deal on our car. And I think we made like a thousand dollars on the trade-in, and that's how I ended up with the car that I have now. And we've been talking lately just because like allegedly we need new tires even though my dad said that we don't um we've been talking about like the warranty being up and like you know trading it in I'm sure would get a great value because there's barely any miles on it but I'm not even trying to do that right now because I feel like interest rates are not good but it's just funny that I got that email. I was like, never again will I ever get like a good trade-in value for a car. And it's crazy because I was just thinking about that today. And then I get an email saying that that's the case. But no, I'm not going to be tempted. I do not need new things. I do not need a new car, especially when I don't even drive it in the first place. I feel like I've been bringing up my like childhood record player a lot. It's been coming up a lot in conversation. And there are two records that I vividly remember having when I was little. And that was the have patience, have patience, don't leave in such a hurry or something like that. And then Sesame Street, I thought it was disco. But last night I looked on eBay for Sesame Street disco. It turns out it's Sesame Street fever. I found it for 19 bucks and I ordered it and I'm so excited. I just texted my brother and sister. I was like, look what I ordered. And my sister was like, oh, I think I have that still from our childhood. I'm like, cool, cool, cool. Didn't need to pay for it. You could have just given me yours. No, I'm sure she wants to keep it. But I'm like so excited to have it. Just feels nostalgic. I didn't get to have patience uh, vinyl. I don't need that. But the Sesame Street fever. I feel like I'm going to pop that bad boy on and it's going to take me right back to my childhood because I listen to it all the time. Also, I had a dentist appointment this morning and I was like, I didn't want to say anything right when I walked in, but I was like, are you going to say anything about my teeth? She was like, your teeth look amazing. It was my like periodontal appointment. I don't know. It was like a intense cleaning where they measure my gums and everything. And she's like, you've made all these improvements. I was like, I've been flossing like three times a day. She's like, oh my gosh. She's like, does this even hurt? Normally she has to numb me up like crazy. Um, but she didn't have to do that today. I mean, she did still numb me, but normally she has to do it like throughout my cleaning and she did not have to do that. And she put some CBD on my jaw like she normally does and gave me a massage for a minute. And I'm realizing that my jaw is tighter than it has ever been in my life, in my life. But something that she noticed. So I'm not going to her for my Invisalign. I'm going to a different dental office. And she was like, you need to start sleeping 
with either the top out or the bottom out, like alternate one night sleep with the top out one night sleep at the bottom out. She's like, cause you're grinding and the gap is in your bite is bigger than it was before. And she's like, and that's being caused by dental jargon. I didn't really follow. Also so crazy. I know that so many dentists are out of network with Delta now, but that was an adjustment. This is my first time that I was going to the dentist with that change this morning. Um, but I was, ex- I was like waiting for my praise. I'm like, I've never been to the dentist and been praised over anything, but I knew it was coming. She's like, wait a second. Something's different here. I'm like that cocoa floss. She was like, you are like a success story. She's like, you should reach out to them and try to get an endorsement. I was like, I really should tag them in something. I was like, but it's also embarrassing me being like, I never, fl- I'm going to post this like big Instagram thing. I've never flossed before in my life ever. <laughs> I decided to start flossing because of cocoa floss. And now here I am like a, a success story with an embarrassing backstory. Um, but my teeth look, I've never like really paid attention to cleanings before. Like I'm always like, cool, looks exactly the same. But since I've had Invisalign, I've noticed stains like around the buttons. So today I felt like a brand new person after I got my teeth cleaned. Everything just looked so freaking good. But while I was sitting in the lobby, my friend Cameron texted me and he was like, this is what you need. And he sent me the link to an antenna. You can just buy antennas that you plug into your TV. Like they're not what I was thinking of, like bunny ears. You just need something to plug into your TV that'll give you the local channel. So I ordered one today for like 20 bucks. My friend Mora also sent me one, sent me one too. So I have two different options, but makes total sense. Like you just plug it in and you get all the local channels. I think it's spread. He told me how far it spreads and it says on the description too. But yeah, Thank you guys for giving me all these different options for how I can watch local TV. This is going to be a game changer. Um, I don't need to upgrade my Paramount Plus for an extended period of time to watch the big game. Oh, the big game. I'm in such a bad, bad habit. Well, I guess it's good to be trained to say big game because if I said Super Bowl, that would be a problem. We've been watching The Morning Show. Brett didn't want to watch season three because we were late bloomers to that show. So we watched season one and season two back to back, like not that long ago. So he was not excited about season three. And the first few episodes, he wasn't even watching. I was watching him. He's like, I'm not interested. So I don't want to watch it. He was just like playing games on his phone. But then he'd be like, what's happening? I'd be like, if you're not interested, don't ask me questions because I'm not going to tell you if you're not interested. Well, now he's into it. We only have two episodes left. And I feel like season three is the best season yet. I cannot wait to find out what happens with John Hamm's character and like I don't know Jennifer Aniston man she's just killing it this season I just love everything about it I feel like the storyline is really developing my favorite person from season three and from the show right now is Stella like why isn't she in more things I need to look her up on IMDb and see what other things she's in because I just love 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 her well, I guess I love her character so maybe that doesn't translate on every show that she's ever been on Um, Also today, I was reading the Variety article on Ryan Gosling because he's the cover guy for Variety. So they have the interview up on their website and then they have this 12 minute video with him where they read. They have him read lines. They're lines from movies that he's been in and he has to guess what movie they were from. And he was so bad at it. There was uh, one line that was from The Notebook and he had no idea. They were like The Notebook. He's like, oh. He talked about how when he was filming The Notebook, they thought that it was going to be a movie that no one saw. Anyways, just like the craziest thing. He also talks about how he's a big Bachelor fan. And he was like, Barbie was a lot like The Bachelor Mansion. Like, 
Barbie land on The Bachelor. Like the women are all fighting for The Bachelor's attention, just doing whatever they can to get his attention, even if it's just for a minute. And that's the same as the Barbie movie. He talked a lot about his past and I just thought it was so interesting. I'm very fascinated with Ryan Gosling. Two things. It has me really wanting to watch La La Land again. I've only seen it once and I remember not liking it back then, but I feel like I would appreciate it more now. And he was also talking about Half Nelson and I've never seen that movie, but I kind of feel like I should watch it because I read the synopsis and just the way that he talked about it. I'm curious now. Also, um, my friend Kaylin was catching up on my podcast and she was on the episode like she's one episode behind. So she was listening to me talk on Richard's about Richard Simmons. And she was like, these are my thoughts on it. She's like, did you ever listen to the podcast missing Richard Simmons? And I was like, no. So today on my lunch break, I started listening to it and I am fully invested in it. I think it came out <sighs> like in 2017, maybe. It has to be right around there. Actually, I don't know. But I'm only one episode in and it's going to be my new obsession until I finish it. Each episode's like 30 minutes and I think there's like six or eight or something like that. I'll have to go back and look. But holy crap, it is so interesting. I didn't think that I was going to be super interested because I feel like I know a little bit about Richard Simmons. But then as we were talking, I realized I don't know. Like, what was he doing up until he disappeared? Why did he disappear? Like, who does he see? And so this is kind of a look into that. It's going to answer all of my questions. And even just the first episode, it's this guy that narrates it. He was interested in learning more about Richard Simmons and maybe doing a documentary. So back in 2014, he went into the Beverly Hills gym that Richard Simmons owned and still worked at even after being hella rich and hella famous. And over the years, he became friends with Richard Simmons, like went to his house, even proposed the documentary. And then one day, Richard Simmons just disappeared after being like super involved in the gym community, super involved with his friends, never being someone that just dropped off the face of the planet. Just like the nicest guy came out for like the TMZ or paparazzi buses and like came out and would talk to the people on them and just one day vanished. And so it's a look into how he was before, what led up to the banishing and theories. I, I I don't really know. I'm only on episode one. So that's that's what I know so far. But I'm fascinated. I'm so annoyed that it's raining right now because I'm off work. I'm like, OK, I want to take the dogs for a walk and listen to it. But it's raining. I don't want to walk in the rain. I don't want to get them all wet and disgusting. And also, I can tell that I need new gym shoes because my body is just hurting so bad. My back, my upper back, my lower back, my like hamstrings, everything. All signs are pointing to I need new shoes. Whenever I start to get super sore like this and like walking is painful, that means I need a new pair of shoes. And this happens what like every three to four months. And I know I should just invest in a good pair from Good Feet. Maybe this will be my year. Maybe. Maybe not. Thursday. Going into the office just like changes the game for me. Uh, I almost just said it's Megan Rage on Fuego. I've been in recording mode for like the past hour and so I feel like I'm also doing my radio voice. How do I snap out of it? La, 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 la. I was like recording a promo on my phone for the longest time to try to get energy because I was I was falling asleep at the wheel driving home today. Like not really, but my eyes are so tired. Why? Why? I didn't have coffee today. That's for starters. The Nespresso is man- fucking my stomach up. Actually, it's probably the milk. I need to switch to lactate milk, but I'm scared that it's going to taste disgusting. I'm like, oat milk wasn't messing my stomach up like this, but I know it's like not it's like a, a, a 
myth. It's not good. But then when I switch over, I'm just like, yeah. So anyways, I tried to make a latte today. I was just going to put like a drop of creamer in it, but I put too much in. So then I did an espresso on top of an espresso, a decaf, and I just fucked everything up. It tasted like I was drinking chemicals. And then I didn't bring a lunch to work today. So then I went out and just ate lunch by myself, which was actually kind of nice. I just listened to the Richard Simmons podcast and just zoned out. Uh, and then I came home and I had to do all my stuff and I'm just tired. And then tomorrow I'm going back to the office again. So anyways, this past weekend, we didn't get grub box this week. So I picked out a soup to make and Brett made it in the slow cooker. And I just don't like it. There's like hella shredded chicken in it. And I don't like to chew my soup. Like I just like it to be soupy. So he was like, tonight, do you want me to put it in like the blender basically and blend it up? I was like, yeah, but there's also neochi in it. And I don't want that blended. So I'm like, can you pick all that out and blend the rest up? But I've been sitting in my office just kind of grossed out at the fact that I'm going to eat blended soup. But I know that's just like what soup is. It's ingredients that are like a emulsified emulsify you guys know what I'm trying to say anyways I'm here to say that I'm not gonna be here to say anything else because I'm dead I'm dead I want to wash my face I want to chill I want to read my book we finished the morning show last night I cannot wait to find out what happens with Bradley all that is so crazy I can't wait to see what they do in the next season I feel like they've really left it open like the possibilities could be endless So can't wait for that, even though we're probably really far off from that. Also, new documentary on Paramount Plus about the Idaho murders. So I I plan to check that out tonight. I want to have a really early night and have a really productive day tomorrow and then go into the weekend feeling not like I do right now because I feel like I've been up all night and that I'm just malnourished and I'm not. I just feel I'm like, why? There's no reason I should be feeling like this. Oh, so I ordered some jeans from Abercrombie and they didn't fit. So I feel like the size with Abercrombie are normally pretty consistent. The problem is where the jeans fall on my body. And that's where the that's where the problem is. That's where the problem lies. So I got some jeans that were not as baggy as the ones I wore today. Oh, did I tell you? I did. did I tell you? I wore my Gen Z jeans for the first time ever today. I wore them to the office with my dunks and I looked like all the other young people there. Although one person did come up to me. They were doing like a bingo, like an icebreaker. And the person, the guy was like, have you been with the company for over 30 years? I was like, bitch. So anyways, I wore my jeans and I felt comfortable. So now I feel like I can really go out on a limb. I feel like I can really do it more now that I've done it once. So Anyways, got these jeans today. They're not like as baggy as the ones that I have, but they're straight leg and I feel like they look cute, but they wouldn't button. So I have to send them back. But my printer is not working. It's like a whole thing. I'm like, if we don't, a lot of people don't have printers. So how are they making returns online? Because you have to print the label for USPS. I'm like, do you have to just, do people just have to buy a printer? Do they just have to figure it the fuck out? Um, so I'm really excited about that. I have a vest coming too that's just coming a little later because it was on back order. But the jeans are going to be cute once they fit. So yeah, pretty excited about that. That's really all I have to say. I'm going to go wash my face. I haven't, washed, I haven't worn my Invisalign for a second today. Well, I guess when I woke up, I was wearing it. But I was just like, I'm not going to take it to work with me. I just don't feel as confident when I'm talking with it in. So I gave myself a break. I gave myself a break. And you know what? I'm not going to feel guilty about it. Saturday. I was just recording my podcast and, you know, sometimes I accidentally don't put my computer on mute. So like the email sound will come through that happened. And so I was like, oh, great. Like I always do. I'm like, oh, my computer sound, which I probably say at least once per episode. And I went to go mute my computer, but the touch bar was missing. 
And it took me like 10 minutes to go into my settings, try to figure out what was happening. Couldn't find anything on it. So I had to restart my computer. And of course, that took 20 minutes. So now I'm back and I'm sadly and stupidly didn't save what I had already recorded. So now I have to start over. I was only like two minutes in, but still so frustrating. I'm so glad that it came back, though, because when I looked it up online, it was like go into the keyboard settings and click on touch bar. But that's not in my settings. You know what's sad is I don't know how to mute my computer outside of using the touch bar. I'm sure I could figure it out because there was a period of time where it wasn't working. But something's been up with my touch bar ever since I got my computer fixed. Like the fingerprint used to be like a button and now I just set my finger on. So I don't know if that was part of what they replaced and it's just like different now. But anyways, it's Saturday And I never record on Saturdays, but I was trying to get all my stuff done today so that I don't have anything to do tomorrow. I'm still going to have to record tomorrow because I can't like I can't record for Monday and not talk about the Super Bowl. And I could do two breaks for like if this person like if the 49ers win, use this break. If the Chiefs win, use this break. But I can't like not talk about Taylor, the halftime show, the commercials. So I'm going to record all my radio shows except for the first hour and record those tomorrow after the game, which should be easy breezy. But today I'm just going to try to get everything else out of the way. And I was nervous that I wasn't going to record my podcast tomorrow. And I feel like I've barely recorded this week. So I was like, I better sit down and actually do it today. We just got back from taking the dogs for a walk. We drove to a different neighborhood, which we've only done a couple times. And it's fun because I love going to different neighborhoods and looking at houses. But It is not fun because the dogs are so pumped to be in a new neighborhood and they are pulling like crazy. So the whole time, Brett and I are just complaining about how bad our backs hurt. We were going to try to walk three miles and we got like just under before we had to pack it up and come back home. And we've had such a productive, busy day. But I'll tell you about that. I'll tell you about that. Well, I'm going to go through in, in in order of the week. So last time I talked to you was on Thursday and I had to go into the office and I was super tired. I think I fell asleep at like 830 on Thursday night. And then Friday, um, I had to go into the office again. But first I had Charlie Ramos's funeral. So I met I had plans to meet Bree there. I had read on his Facebook like, hey, there's limited space in the church. There's going to be a live stream. And then we will have like a public memorial for him so that everyone can attend. Um, and so I was nervous that I wasn't going to be able to get a seat. So I planned to get there super early. It started at 10. I got there at 920, walked in with Bree. We got a spot right behind Juan and Raquel and we sat down and then DJ Alizawi came and he ended up sitting next to me. And then, uh, Johnny who worked, we used JB who used to work with us. He came and sat with us. The church was packed. Like there was no additional seating by the time it got started, but there was a long time. So we had, you know, 40 minutes until it started. And Bree, right when we sat down, she went to the vigil the night before. And I guess like Davey D was there and gave a speech. Like basically there was a lot of people at the vigil that couldn't be there for the funeral and vice versa. Like almost everyone that was at the funeral wasn't there the night before, except for Bree and Wayne Wayne. So Bree had been there the night before. So it was the it was the same church. It was off floor and it was a really big church. So the fact that it was packed, I mean, not surprising, but um, so when we sit down, Bree's like, do you want to go see him? And let me just preface this by saying I have been to four funerals in my life. My first ever funeral was my grandma in Indiana and it was an open casket. And I remember being traumatized by seeing her because she, you know, looks so different than what I remembered. And then I went to 
my neighbor's husband. So my name. Yeah. My neighbor that used to watch me that did the Richard Simmons, her husband passed away. I went to his funeral and then I went to a kid that I went to high school with funeral. And then my friend Christina's dad, when he passed away, I went to his funeral. I've been to four funerals. And I hate to be like, I typically avoid them because that's not true. But I just know how I am. You guys already know that I am level 10 emotional. We didn't even have a funeral for my mom. There was a lot going on at the time with like her conservatorship and like just family stuff. So it was really expensive. She lived in a convalescent for like so long, like 15. It was a it was a really long time. So there was just a lot of drama at the time. So there was not a service for her, which I deeply regret. I was not in the position to do that. Like I was eight, you know, 17, 18 years old. Anyways, I've not been to a lot of funerals and I should have known better. So I put makeup. My plan was go to the funeral. I was going to have to skip the burial and I was going to just run home really quick, quick to grab my laptop and then run to work. We sit down in this church. Thank God Brie came prepared. And there is like this guy singing. He has the best voice. He sounds very like Bruno Mars and he's singing all these sad songs. And there is a photo gallery playing of Charlie and I am beside myself. I cannot get it together, you guys. And this is 40 minutes prior to the service starting. Bree's like, do you need a Kleenex or a tissue? I was like, yeah. Luckily, she packs them and I just took two. I was like, that's all I'll need. So the service starts and oh, oh, okay. So back, she was like, do you want to go up and see him? And I was like, no, I, there's no way I could have handled that. There was a big line as people were coming in. I don't know if this is like normal, but people were coming in and that was the first thing they were doing before they found a seat. And people were like getting in the, like they were like leaning in to hug him. And that was making me emotional watching that. I was doing everything in my power to dry it up. I was counting the light bulbs in the ceiling. I was I was looking at the stained glass and spelling the colors that I was looking at. Like I was I was trying to do anything in my power just to stop crying. I just could not. I was looking at all these pictures and just thinking about his life and thinking about like how long he ha- was like struggling with cancer and then how he did so much at the end, how he just continued. Like there was pictures of him at V101, like at the holiday jams and like he's on stage and he has his cane, like I- how he just continued to do it till the end. And then you're I'm watching his family and his kids and then his daughter didn't give up and give a speech. She wrote it and someone from the church read it. And then that had me all in my feelings, just like thinking about her emotions and how like just much she like her just her letter to him was just it tore me up I was just like I kept just counting the lights over and over again and I can see Zowie out of the corner of my eye struggling I like you know put my hand on his leg and he's like squeezing my hand and then I'm Brie I've probably never seen Brie cry probably like twice and she's crying I just cannot I physically cannot and I'm obviously don't know none of the prayers. I'm like, Bree's like, we're gonna have to kneel again. Like she's like coaching me through it. Um, and yeah, it was just super emotional. So I don't know who I was thinking I would just be good afterwards. Like we got out, said hi to a bunch of people. I, I didn't sit with Wayne. He was on the opposite side of the church. So I saw him at the end and said hi to him. Like everyone was there. Like, 
Big Al Trejo, who doesn't know me, but he was sitting in front of one. Like, I've only met him a couple times. And it just wasn't the vibe to, like, really can Everyone was just so it, – it was – man, I – ugh. It really made me just, like, want to see everyone. It really just, like, put me – God, I could – I just – it made me really sad. And – um. Seeing Brie, like Brie is one of my friends. I can just fall right back into it with her. And it made me like, you know, reflect on how little we talk. Like we do like text and stuff and it's always just we just get right back to it. But it just made me want to see everyone, you know, just made me want to like spend time with them. And it was just really sad. Like I've never seen some of these people. I've never seen DJ Alizawi without a smile on his face. You know what I mean? Like it was taking down the strongest amongst us. I'm not one of those people, but like Bree, Zowie, Juan. Um, it was just, yeah, it was crazy. And I was seeing so many people there that I recognized too, people from like radio that I've never met. But like I just wasn't, it wasn't just a place to like connect or talk. You know what I mean? Like the vibes, obviously it's a funeral, but it just, I don't know. It was so well done. The service was beautiful. And afterwards they did the, you know, the, where all the cars follow each other. I wish I could have been a part of that, but I had to get to work. But I saw videos and everyone had their Raiders flags and hanging out the cars and stuff. It just was like perfect. So I ended up going home. I had to wash my whole face and put makeup on again and change. I um I threw away the dress I was wearing. I was gripping a piece of the fabric and I like I frictioned a hole right through my dress. Like I was stressed. So I change and I get to work and I'm just drained. You know, when you there's like certain types of crying that just take it out of you. That did it for me that day. Like I was just I had a headache. You know, I was just I was just drained. So I got to my work meeting kind of late, which was fine. I was able to sit off into a different room because I didn't get a seat in time. So I was able to like collect myself. And then I was at work for a while. And then I drove home and listened to the Richard Simmons um podcast. I have one episode left. And the guy that's narrating it is giving theories on like what he thinks potentially happened or why Richard dropped off. And he has a theory that's like interesting and it kind of pertains to like books that I'm reading right now and just like the mental space that I'm in. But he talks about how he thinks that Richard was just such a big empath and everyone else's feelings and emotions and problems were not overwhelming him as in he didn't want to deal with them, but overwhelming him in a way where like he wanted to fix everything and he just couldn't. And he had taken on, you know, so many different people that he was helping, whether he was writing or calling them once a week. And it just like he wasn't living life for himself. And um, that's his theory on like what what happened. So he just instead of like picking and choosing who he was going to cut off, he could never. He just ghosted everyone. I don't know. It's a really good podcast. I still have one episode left. I thought I was going to be able to listen to it today, but I haven't yet. So I got home from work and um, was just like, yeah, mentally drained. We were going to make the salad. We've been making the broccoli salad. But Brett was like, do you just want to get a pizza? So we went to the grocery store and then we picked up a take and bake. And when we walked out of the grocery store and I walked over to the take and bake, I walked past this nail salon and they had all this stuff sitting outside of the building. And they had this like 
I don't know what you would put a cookie in or cookie what you would put a you could tell where my mind's at I've been thinking about cookies all day and I didn't buy any so um, I don't know what that I was also listening to the radio today I posted a meme recently or like a thing that was like you know if the Girl Scouts ask you if you want to buy a cookie and, and don't like give them that body image bullshit like don't be like oh I'm on a diet or I'm watching my weight I was listening to 92.5 the breeze today on the way to the post office with Brett and the guy on the radio was talking about how you should tell them that but you should still give them money I'm like what the fuck get this guy off my radio (laughs) if I didn't love those relaxing favorites I would have changed it real quick we were in Brett's car I'm convinced he never changed the channel it's always what it's on um so, you know, those things that you put a, a turkey in, like the like the metal, like the throwaway things. There was one of those sitting outside the nail salon with a chicken with its head just like hanging on the side passage in front of Papa Murphy's in front of this nail salon. I don't know what the fuck was going on. So we came home, put the groceries away and made the pizza. And we decided, well, Brett, the night before we had started watching this documentary on Paramount called Cyber Sluice, and I thought it was about Brian Koberger, and it is, but it's more about the the Cyber Sleuth era and how all these TikTok people are like, you know, trying to be media now and how they're reporting things that like mainstream media can't and how they're out on the they're out on the streets getting evidence, talking to witnesses. And I just found it to be very annoying. So I didn't have really interest in finishing it out. Brett liked it, but I just was so sick of seeing the screenshots of all these TikTokers like ranting about these cases. And they really focused on one girl um, and she is, oh, her name's Olivia. Apparently she's popular on like YouTube and TikTok for being like true crime. And she's teamed up with this older woman, something Betty, big mouth Betty or something like that. And they go out to site, like this is their job. They actually go on location. They look, they, I think they found some evidence, uh, for the, what's the blonde girl that went missing, um, and the, the Brian Laundry. And why do I remember his name and not hers? That's really sad. Uh, You guys know who I'm. Gabby Petito. They like found some evidence because they were out there like looking. And I just thought it was really annoying. (laughs) I just feel like she was like, you don't have to have a college degree to like. I'm like, okay, pretty sure you do. For she was like talking to be like a lawyer or like a criminal investigator. And I'm and I just felt like she was not intelligent enough to be making the statements that she was. I just, I was annoyed by it. So Brett wanted to finish that. So I was like, yeah, put it on. So he put that on while we, while we ate the pizza. And then Kristen texted me and was like, you need to watch, um, love stock, lover, stalker, killer on Netflix. And that was on my list. So there was three new documentaries that I wanted to watch. It was that cyber sleuth, which I thought was going to be about Brian Koberger, but it was really about, TikTok people investigating the Brian Koberger crime. Um, This new documentary on HBO about like a guy that's found and they don't know who he is, like a Jane Doe. What what do they call a Jane Doe? That's a man. And then there was this lover stalker killer. So Kristen texted me that it was good, made my mind up. The thing is, coming off of American Nightmare, I'm like chasing the high of a good documentary. So we put on lover stalker killer in bed. And we got halfway, well, we got, you know, to the meat and potatoes of it. And I was like, I already know what's going on. Brett's like, no. I'm like, yeah. And I ended up being right, but I fell asleep 
with 30 minutes still to go. So I don't really know how it all came to a head. I've just been so freaking sleepy. I was just so tired after yesterday. So um, woke up this morning and was like, dang it, I'm going to have to rewatch that at some point. But we just had a busy day planned today because we wanted to prep everything for tomorrow and just get stuff ready. So we're just having four people over. You would think we're having a full blown house party. And it was just supposed to be two people. But my friend who was not going to come originally is going to come with her daughter. And so I, anyways, it we just always overdo it anyways. I'm like, should I invite more? Pe-? I just don't know. I'm like, should I invite more people? But then I don't want it to turn in, into this big thing. I haven't ho- hosted anything in a while and I don't want to feel the pressure to like entertain different friend groups. And sometimes that's a pressure that I feel and I'm working on not feeling responsible for other people's feelings and just worrying about myself. But those changes don't happen overnight. Okay. I'm fucking working on it. So yeah, there's going to be four people here and a baby. So Brett and I woke up. We went to Costco and then we came home. We had to, instead of doing all this at once, we had to come home because Brett's making sourdough and he had to do his spread and folds or whatever, whatever and folds, whatever they're called. So we had came home. And then while he was doing that, oh, first of all, yesterday he found a video on TikTok or Instagram and it's how to make crumpets and it's so easy. And so he made a few yesterday and they're freaking bomb. I buy English muffins once a week and eat them with eggs for breakfast. And now he's just going to make these instead. They're so good. We had them for breakfast this morning. So we came home. He did his little folding with his bread and then we had breakfast. And then I went to Whole Foods to get stuff to make a cheese board. And then I came back and our plan was to go to the grocery store because we needed stuff that we couldn't get at Costco and didn't want to spend money on at Whole Foods, you know. Um, But first, I needed to go to the post office because I got the jeans from Abercrombie. They came, the ones that I ordered. They're just a little too small. I told you, so I'm I'm exchanging. So I had to go to the post office. And then we got a pamphlet in the mail from Planet Fitness. And it's funny because when Becky and Michael were here, Brett took them to his gym with them. And Michael didn't like the vibe. He didn't he didn't he couldn't get in the zone. So they asked if there were any other gyms around here. And we told him there was a Planet Fitness. So I took them there. There and they like loved it. And I remember Brett and him got into like a, the Brett was like defending his gym with honor. Michael was like, oh, the vibes are just way better at Planet Fitness. And Brett was like, yeah, but you know, my gym. I was like, okay, give it up. It's not that serious. So we got a postcard in the mail saying that we could sign up for uh, $1 down and $10 a month. And so I was, Brett wanted to go check it out. And I was like, yeah, I'll go with you. So he was like, you should just sign up too. He was like, $10 a month is nothing. He's like, and then we could go together like a couple times a week. And I was like, well, let's just see. So we we go to the post office. Then we are pulling into the Planet Fitness and there was like a grocery outlet in the same parking lot. He's like, let's just go there. I'm like, OK, cool. Yeah, I don't know if they're going to have everything that we're looking for, but we can sure give it a shot. So we go into Planet Fitness and it's way better than Brett's gym. Brett goes to Lifetime right now and it is janky. Everything's like broken. It's all old people there and it's like 36 bucks a month. So, I mean, that's a savings, you know, to going from 36 to 10. And if both of us 20. So it's super nice in there. It has, you know, more than everything that he needs. Lots of things like there's only two treadmills at his current gym and there's like, I don't know, 20 at this one. So we both ended up signing up and then we went to grocery outlet and um, Brett loves it in there. First of all, the toothpaste that I get normally $8.99. I got it for $3.99. There's a stuff called Baraka that Brett's likes and it's only in England. Well, we thought it was at least we found it there. It's like Alka-Seltzer. You, you know, 
you you drink it's like vitamin C and Alka Seltzer type of thing, like an airborne. Um, and we found I don't know we found a bunch of stuff in there that we needed for the next day. We saved forty six dollars and got a five dollar off coupon for the next time we come. Brett's like we're coming here all the time. I'm like okay, I get it, I get it. There are some appealing things to coming here and saving. I just you guys already know I like Rayleigh's, I like Whole Foods. It is my vibe. But every once in a while, I will humor him and go to the food for less and the fucking grocery outlet. I just do not drag me to Winco. And then in the same parking lot, there's this boba place that recently opened that I've been wanting to try. So we popped in there and I got a drink and it was so freaking good. And when I was walking out, I was we were having just such a good productive day. I was just in a good mood. We were walking out. This guy was walking in with his girlfriend and he had one of those shirts on that had her name and her face all over it. And I was like, oh, my God, your shirt. I'm dead. And they were both laughing. Just a good day. Then we came home and Brett made some sauce. We prepped everything for tomorrow. So we prepped the sausage rolls. I prepped what I'm making, which is like a mozzarella and pesto roll up and like these little hot dog things. And then Brett's going to make a stew. So he made the dumplings. We just had like a super productive day. And then I show prepped and then we took a break and went for a walk. And now I'm back home. And so, yeah, tonight we're going to make Greek pitas. We've been like marinating chicken in Greek yogurt, lemon, uh, mint, some spices. We used to make this all the time back in the day. We haven't made it in a really long time, so I'm excited to have it. And then we're going to watch Captain Marvel or the Marvels or whatever. It's on Disney Plus now. And we're going to watch Love Island that we didn't watch last night. So, yeah. And then tomorrow we wanted to get everything prepped because we're making bagels tomorrow. Brett's been his starters. He didn't fuck it up this week. So we're making bagels and we're making sourdough bread. And then we actually have to cook everything. He has to cook the stew. And Sunday is our wash day. We don't sleep for the Super Bowl. So we still have to wash everything in the house. So we just wanted to set ourselves up for success tomorrow. And I think that we did. I also bought some soy milk when we went out because I'm done with the oat milk, but the other milk's fucking me up and I didn't want to buy the lactate milk. So I'm just switching to soy. I'm like, is it the Nespresso's that are fucking me up? Because today I used the soy and right after I drank it, I was like, why is my stomach fucked up? Like normally soy is okay. I'm like, is it the syrups? Like, what am I doing that's different? I just can't wait to to re-up my Nespresso orders because I only have shitty pods that I don't like left and I just don't want to drink them. So, yeah, we're at the end of the road when it comes to that. So there has been some hilarious arguments on my Facebook group, my community Facebook group about um, dog poop bags. Someone posted something and it like there was like over 100 comments and then another person posted something and then a third person was like let's see if we can get three threads going at the same time about dog poop bags one woman was like we should all get signs and put them on our trash bags so we can find out who the good people are in the neighborhood like people are like it is not that serious like as long as the bag is tied up I don't care if you put it in my trash can and I just feel like this is a hot topic that is forever gonna freaking fire people up also, when it taught, I don't know if I told you this, but Kristen sent me this video on Instagram recently, and it was a gallery in someone's bathroom, all black and white pictures of their dogs like hunched over taking a shit. And I want to do it so bad. So I've been trying to get pictures of Lola. I have two so far and they're so funny. I don't have any of Benny yet, but Benny is on the move when he does it. The ring of fire. So he's going to be a little harder. And normally I'm walking by myself. So it's hard because I already have a poop bag in my hand. I'm getting the other one ready. It's not really like a great time to get my phone out and snap a pic. 
Um, I've been loving the trend on TikTok of the the Amazon driver dancing and then being like UPS and FedEx could never. And then all the UPS, USPS people. And now car dealerships are getting involved. I saw a uh, Hyundai say like Ford could never or Toyota could, could never. And so I'm really living for that trend right now. It is bringing me a whole hell of a lot of joy. Um, I'm trying to think of road trip snacks. So I'm going on a road trip next weekend. We're going to Oregon. And Lolly was like, we need to get a list together for road trip snacks. So she sent us a list and then neither me or Monica were adding anything. And she was like, um, <laughs> she was like, why aren't you guys adding anything? I was like, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. The only thing I can think of are hot Cheetos. So what are your favorite road trip snacks? Text or text me. Hello. Am I on the radio? Text me and tell me what you think. 541-345-1047. Make sure anytime you text us, you include the words pizza me K-Duck for your chance at a $25 gift card to the Coburg Pizza Company. Jesus Christ. Can I flip it on and off at the drop of a dime? I think I can. Um, so what are your favorite road trip snacks? Text me personally, if you have my phone number or DM me on Instagram, because I need some good ideas. I was like, Chex Mix, but I only like a certain kind. Luckily, Lolly's going to be busy all week. So I think I'm going to be the one that goes to the store anyway. So that makes it a lot easier on me. But I'm just like, ooh, I don't know. There's too many choices. I'm like, do we want to get coffee before we go? Or are we going to have to pee a million times? And they were both like, we're going to have to pee a million times anyway. So we might as well just stop and get coffee. I'm like, okay, valid, valid. Did you see that a ton of restaurants are coming to the Sacramento International Airport or like different local businesses, Midtown Spirits, Bach, and then another one. I, I It was one I didn't recognize, but I think it was like a Mexican restaurant. So what's happening? Like, are they taking out jacks? Have they made more room? Does anyone have the inside scoop on what's going on at the airport? And, and can you let me know? The Kanye album, last but not least. So it was supposed to drop on Friday. It didn't. And then today I woke up and people actually it wasn't even when I woke up. It was like midday. People were like, oh, Vultures is out. So I went to look and then it was like, oh, no, it's gone already on Apple. It's only on Spotify. And then it was gone on Spotify and then it was back on Apple. I'm just like, Kanye, uh, people already don't like you. Now you're playing games like this, taking it on, taking it off, doing it on a Saturday. Like you just do simply do not know what you're doing. And he sampled a bunch of songs on the album and apparently he didn't get the rights to any of it. I'm sure you saw the Ozzy Osbourne tweet. He's like, I do not support him. I did not give him permission. And there's a few other samples on the album that I've heard so far. I'm giving it a once over. I love Tide All the Sign. There are a couple good songs, but for the most part, I'm like, are you good? Oh, well, I already know that you're not. But uh, apparently he didn't get permission. And it's really alarming that this is Vultures Volume 1. There's going to be multiple volumes. So we're going to have to play this game with you for however long until they're all out. It is just like, it is too much for me. I just do not understand where his head is at at all times and I'm just like tight all sign why couldn't you do it like I love you like wh why Kanye like why is this happening right now all right well I'm gonna um request someone's calling me so I'm gonna answer that and then get to my radio shows just circling back really quick I just answered the phone and it's um Mulvaney's confirming our Valentine's Day reservation we've never been to Mulvaney's before so I'm excited to go I like didn't want to go somewhere or we both didn't want to go somewhere with a set menu. So last year we went to Camden and they had a set menu. And this year Hawks had a set menu. Paragary's was full. And 
we looked after we made the Mulvaney's reservation. And it doesn't look like Camden's doing a set menu this year, but I'm like, do we take a chance and do something new or do we go somewhere that we know that we like, but we're going to take a chance on Mulvaney's. Hopefully it goes over well. I mean, I see people posting from there all the time, so I, I'm sure it's going to be great. I hope. Monday. You know, I really feel bad for 49ers fans. I said yesterday going into it, I didn't care like who won. Like I'd be happy if either either team won. I wanted the Chiefs to win because I wanted Taylor and Travis to have their like on-field moment. But to be honest with you, it's kind of anticlimactic. I also wanted to see her at the club because I just couldn't picture her to Las Vegas club. And that was also a little anticlimactic. So uh, I feel bad. I feel bad for the 49ers. And I'm like, okay, Chiefs, now you guys need to sit down and lose next season. Um, What did you guys do for the big game? Oh, the big game. I can't stop calling it the big game. I was so upset because I just wanted to focus on the commercials. But when you're entertaining, it's so hard. So first of all, you guys already know my saga with getting Paramount Plus, the upgrade, because the antenna didn't come in time. So we had been watching the pregame like coverage and there weren't commercials, there were ads. So I Googled it and I was like, is Paramount Plus going to show commercials? And I didn't really piece together that they're national commercials, not local, which makes a huge difference. So it said, yes, there were going to be commercials. So I was like relieved. 30 minutes before the game starts, um, Paramount Plus goes down and I'm on Twitter and everyone is like screaming at them. I had just gone to pick up my friend uh, who her husband was coming over, but he was meeting us here. So she didn't want to have two cars here. So I went and picked her up and then we went and got a coffee at this like macaroon place. I think it was called Tin Roof off of like what down by like the vintage park area. Anyways, the coffee was so good. It was a Biscoff cocky, a Biscoff cocky, a Biscoff cocky. <laughs> A Biscoff coffee. I can't wait to be done with this Invisalign. I thought about taking it off before I recorded because I was just stumbling over my words so much today, but I did not wear it all day yesterday. I'm supposed to switch these trays tomorrow and they're feeling a little tight. So I'm like, I got to keep them in. I just got to power through. Anyways, Paramount Plus ended up coming back up. I didn't panic too much because I knew they had so much on the line. They had to figure it out before the game started. And then I just ended up missing commercials because it was like I was visiting. There was also a baby here. And then it was like getting snacks and watching the game and chatting and listening to other people. So I ended up missing and then dealing with the dogs who are always so excited when people come over but then they almost get a little anxious with like people here I don't know it's so hard to explain but we made so many so many snacks there was sourdough bread fresh bread um there was nacho cheese guacamole I made these mozzarella and pesto like in a pastry wraps they were ugly but they tasted good the these little little smokies wrapped in pastry there was a pasta salad there were like cheesy roll up things. There were sausage rolls. I made a cheese board that barely got touched. And I don't know about you, but when food is like room temperature, I'm done with it. So once the food all started to like, I don't know, not change color, but you know, it goes hard. I was like, I'm done with it. At the end of the night, I went to go dump the cheese board in the trash and everyone was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I ended up packaging up little mini cheese boards for everyone to take home. I'm like, I'm not eating it. That's for sure. 
I feel like I had such an upset stomach from overeating, but I feel like I didn't even eat anything. Like I just wanted to, I wanted to fuck that pasta salad up. Sierra brought it over. It was like noodles, spinach, olive, red onion, feta. Oh my God. It was so good. I need to tell her, I need to ask her what was in it because it was rocking my world. And then on top of that, Brett made like a beef stew with dumplings. We had so much freaking food. We have a little bit of it left today. Like the stuff that could be salvaged, like the sausage rolls and things that could keep, but we ended up throwing a lot of it away. Like the guacamole was brown by the end of the night. It's crazy, though, too, because at the, the first half of the game, I was like, God, this is such a boring game. And then that really changed. Like when's the last time a Super Bowl went into overtime? You guys were about to be like next year. <clears throat> and then that halftime show, I it was just so good. I've watched it two more times today. Usher, I was like, if he doesn't come out on roller skates, I was so happy that he came out on roller skates. When Ludacris came out, I lost my freaking mind. Uh, Jermaine Dupri, who everyone thought was CeeLo, like it wasn't just your household. It was ours, too. All of it was just so good. It was so perfect. Like that is the type of halftime show that I want to see. I feel like it wasn't overproduced either. Like there wasn't this huge spectacle. It was outfit changes. It was artists like when her came out. It was just oh, it was so good. The drum line. I loved everything about it. I think it's crazy that everyone is in the media today talking about Alicia Keys voice cracking and how when YouTube uploaded the performance, they fixed her voice. I'm like, why? It's fine to mess up. She's perfectly imperfect. Like she's still rocking the no makeup look after years. People are also talking about Usher's hand placement and how they were like, you know, grinding all up on each other. But hello, that's the <laughs> they're performing a song about being in love. Like that's what you do. Even Swiss Beats was like, you guys are concentrating on the wrong thing. Ugh. All of it was so good. All of it was so good. I cannot stop watching it and thinking about it. And then Usher got married in Vegas over the weekend. He went to the after party at Encore Beach Club. Apparently they put up some like temporary skating rink. I'm like, why? Why was I not in Vegas? All of this sounds like all of these activities sound like things that I need to be doing. Taylor going to the club and then playing Taylor and her and Travis dancing to. I just can't. I also feel like I remember Travis in years past celebrating after a win and he's just wild and he's a little more tamed this year. I don't know. I felt like they were happy about the win, obviously, but the mood just felt weird to me when I was watching everything. Maybe because for the entire, basically the entire game they were losing and then at the end they won. Hard to flip from like being in a bad mood, we're going to win to like, or we're going to lose to, oh my God, we won. I mean, I have no idea. I'm not a professional athlete. But the interesting thing that I've been, I've been reading all these articles and listening to interviews about his meltdown when he was screaming at Andy Reid. And he said in an interview right afterwards, like, I'm not going to speak on that unless like I was mic'd up. You guys are not going to know. It's just going to be between me and him. I told him how much I loved him. And he like had this mischievous smile afterwards. Obviously, to me, that meant he had some choice words. He lost his temper and, you know, he doesn't want to talk about it. But then when Andy Reid gave an interview, he said that Travis caught him off guard. He totally covered for him. He was like, he caught me off guard. He was just saying, put me in like I can I can score. 
And so if that's really what he said, why didn't Travis say that in the initial interview? I'm like, you guys need to get your story straight. I don't know if we'll ever know what was said, but it looked heated and everyone has an opinion on it. People are like, it's so disrespectful. Then there's other people that are like, it's obvious that you guys have never played a sport. Things get heated. You don't know the dynamic. So at first I was like, man, that seems hella disrespectful, but I do not know the dynamic. I'm the last person that should be talking about or sharing my opinion on any type of sports dealing. So uh, I will just stay out of it and enjoy all the memes that have come from Sunday. And I didn't see all the commercials, but I did see some. I am beyond level 20 excited that we are getting a Twister remake. Well, I love the first Twister and I hope that like with the special effects, it'll look even better now. Um, I'm not like the biggest Glenn Powell fan. I don't have anything against him, but I think that like we're really buying into the hype of Glenn Powell. So we'll see how he does. I am excited for the new Deadpool movie. We finally got a trailer for that. Ryan Reynolds posted on Instagram. Has anyone, have you guys seen the Deadpool trailer? And also have you seen my wife? People are like, no, that is Taylor Swift's wife as of right now. Um, what were the other movies? Oh, Wicked, which I had no, I had no idea that I didn't know what Wicked was. I was like, is this a Wizard of Oz movie? And then it was Wicked. What the fuck is Wicked about? How, how do I not know? I have no clue whatsoever. I was shocked to see all this Wizard of Oz stuff. So now I kind of want to see it. Um, Kanye, I don't know if we got that commercial. Like I said, I was in and out. Like at one point I took the dogs out to the bathroom and I came back in. I was like, what did I miss? And Sierra was like, you missed a Beyonce commercial. It appears she's going to be releasing new music. And then like 20 minutes later, these two songs drop and we find out she's coming out with an album this year, a country inspired album. And we like pause the TV to listen to the songs. Well, we didn't listen to them in their entirety. But I know if I like a song within the first 10 seconds and I like Texas Hold'em, the other ones sound a little bit more like a ballad. I haven't listened to it yet. It just dawned on me right now that it's been an entire day. I could have listened to them both a million times and I haven't. But Texas Hold'em, love, have not given the other one a chance. But anyways, I kept missing things. So I don't know if our broadcast got the Kanye commercial because I did read that it wasn't in every broadcast, but he basically said that he spent all the money on actually getting the airtime. So he just filmed this commercial with his phone saying like everything on the Yeezy website is $20. So in years past, if Kanye was going to drop something for $20, if Kanye was going to drop something for $200, it would be sold out in seconds. But this shows you how much the public has abandoned him and has just turned their backs on him, rightfully so, because you go to the website today, an entire day later, and that stuff is still available. You can still purchase a ton of stuff for just $20. Not to say that he hasn't made a lot of money because in one day he made $19 million off those $20 sales. But still, the fact that there are still supplies, he's also ranting a lot on social media again, posting all caps with screenshots of text messages. So I feel like we're about to go down the road with him. He always has like episodes a couple times a year and it's been a minute. He posted three of the same videos. So he posted this like rant like, yeah, I post my wife three times in a row. Worry about yourself. You guys should be posting your wives like, don't worry about me. Get the fuck about my business. And I'm like, oh, Kanye, Kanye, Kanye. Here we go again. He also posted that anyone that bought the Yeezy socks for $200 need to email the support to get reimbursed $80 because they're now $20. And I'm like, people are, I, I would never buy anything from his website because is it actually going to get fulfilled? Like, am I going to get this item? Is it actually going to be delivered to me? I just, I just have no idea. Also loving the memes of like after Beyonce's commercial aired and she's like dropping new music, she's just in the booth, like chilling, like 
not doing anything, like not smile. Like she's just so calm, cool and collected. I also love seeing Kim Kardashian suite as opposed to Taylor's. They all looked so bored. I think Ben Affleck was in there. The Kardashians. I don't know. It's like a random group of people. And she was spotted with Odell Beckham Jr. in Las Vegas. There's been rumors that they've been dating for a long time, but now they've been pictured together. And I'm like, I don't know why she bothers walking a few steps behind him as if we don't know that they're together. And also, he is desperate for the public to know. You can tell because that one video that's gone extra viral, he like turns and looks at her like he wants everyone to know that they're together. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't think it's a good match. I just don't have a good feeling about it. Not that that means anything, but I also feel like now would be the perfect opportunity or this weekend would have been to hard launch because the focus wouldn't have been solely on them. Like it would have been on the Super Bowl. It would have been on Travis and Taylor. Now that the season's going to be over, I feel like people need something else to focus on. So Kimberly, you fucked up. You messed up. Okay. Um, what other commercials on there were there? I can't really remember the, oh my God. The DoorDash one, I completely missed it. Did not see it at all. My friend Kristen cracked it. It's it took her like an hour to type out. You should see the ant like you should see what it is. She felt like I think she might have found it on she caught it on her own, but she was like missing one thing. I don't really know the story. But she texted it to me and I was so distracted because there were people here. It is so freaking long. Also, when Will I Am came out in a mask or a helmet, she was like, did I not call it? And I was like, you did. A couple days before the Super Bowl, Kristen was like, I got Will I Am coming out in a mask. She's like, I had a vision or a helmet. She called it days before that he was going to come out in a helmet. I'm like, if you would have put a sports bet on that, because, you know, you can bet on everything during the Super Bowl. What song Usher is going to come out to, which, by the way, would never have guessed caught up. But she guessed that Will I Am was going to be be performing with Usher and that he was going to come out in a helmet. And that came true. So I'm like, I don't. Are you a sorcerer? Like, are you Miss Cleo actually in real life? Also, I feel like I just said because I kept confusing helmet and whatever mask or whatever. Amanda was listening to my episode last week and she said that I kept calling first reads good reads. At this point, I'm just assuming that you guys always know what I mean. It is I'm looking at my my echo in front of me and it's like popping up my appointments for the week and I have to take Chuck into the vet tomorrow and I am dreading it. I'm like I did it in the afternoon. I'm going to take a late lunch. So I know that he will have gone to the bathroom, but he's normally like laying in bed. He's going to know if I pull him out like it's just gonna, I'm going to have anxiety all morning leading up to the point where I have to put him in the case. And I'm like, please don't pee in my car. The whole thing just stresses me out. But I'm also very excited to take him and get him some sort of nose spray because he's just been sneezing all over the place last night after of the whole six people that were here left, five people, well, four adults and a baby. After they left, I go to get in bed and I'm laying there. Chuck's laying on top of me and he sneezes. And I'm like, thanks a lot. I'm like wiping my face and I shoot out of bed and realize that I still had part of my radio shows to recorded. I was waiting till the Super Bowl was over because I can't like, you know, just go in blind. And I totally forgot to do it. So like at 11 p.m., I had to get up out of bed and record my radio shows. And I was excited to record prior to that because I wanted to like talk about everything that happened. But when it's late and I was excited to be in bed, I just feel like I didn't give it. I didn't give it my all. Um, I'm road tripping to Oregon this weekend and I'm so excited. I know you guys know that already, but I need to work on my playlist. It's so funny. I saw this TikTok of this girl covering a Celine Dion song. I forget which one. I was like, oh, I need to add that to the playlist so we can sing it. Apparently me in the past was thinking ahead because it was already on the playlist. What? 
how I take my playlist very seriously. As you guys know, I'm trying to think of what else happened during the Super Bowl. I really can't think of anything else. Everyone thought that the 49ers were going to win because Drake bet against them, but that Drake curse is not alive and well, apparently. Tuesday. I wanted to record earlier before I went to the vet, but I just waited until I was off work because I had a feeling something would happen at the vet that I would want to talk about. And it didn't necessarily happen at the vet, but it happened after. So I loaded Chuck up and it was chaotic because like 10 minutes before Lola growls at him every time he walks by and she's like sleeping and she snapped at him. And so I went crazy at her and it was the first time I think I've yelled at her and she actually looked scared of me. And then I felt bad afterwards, but I was like petting Chuck after that so that he wouldn't pee on anything. And then soon after that, I had to like load him up He meowed the whole way to the car. I put two towels down under his carrying case in my car just in case there was an accident. They got us in right away. And the doctor said that his sneezing is just like a herpes flare up. She didn't try to pressure anything on me, which I was so grateful for. Um, And she just gave me some listing. I don't know, which I remember her giving me before. And it was like... um, like a spray that I could put down and he would look up, but he didn't. So we're trying treats this time. I can already tell that he's not going to like them. I just mix them in with his wet food. So hopefully that will help. You're supposed to give him one to two daily. I'm like, great. Um, So got some of that today, hoping that helps with the sneezing, but they weren't concerned. Otherwise they were just like, it's the herpes. It's the herp. Um, So I'm saying that super loud right now. <laughs> I'm off work, but Brett's not. He's in the other room. I'm like, herpes. Um, I'm sure he's muted. I don't hear him talking right now. So hopefully that's the case. Uh, anyways, so they gave me all of that and I was on my merry way. I get in the car and I was going to go like the back way. So I turned out of Fair Oaks and or turned out of the out of the vet onto Fair Oaks. And I'm like not paying attention because I'm like trying to comfort Chuck. And I look ahead at the road and there is a bee on the inside of my car on the windshield. So I'm like, OK, don't panic. Don't panic. I couldn't pull over right there. So I pulled into that church that's connected to Jesuit Jesuit across the street from that like nursery. So I pull in and I'm trying to find a spot to like pull over to pull into. I didn't want to roll down the windows when I was going fast and have it like go somewhere in the car. So I slow down and I open the windows and I'm about to get out. And luckily it flies out. So I, I close the windows, but then I'm like psyching myself out. I'm still seeing it in the car, but I'm like, no, I saw it fly out. And that parking lot is like a trap. So I could not figure out how to get out. So I'm like spinning the car around. I'm like, poor Chuck. I hope he's not car sick. And then I ended up getting us home. But man, I was like, keep your cool. Keep your cool. Your child is in the car with you. So that was the eventful thing that happened at the vet. The bee in the car. I was like, what? How did I not notice that when I get in? When I got in the car, was it attached to me? Like, what's the deal? Also, last night, I made an amazing discovery. So I thought I was catching up on Law and Order SVU. And then it ended. And it was like, next episode. I was like, what? I guess I was behind two weeks. So I have another episode of Law and Order to catch up, up on, which means I have two episodes of Organized Crime to catch up on. The only thing is now I'm backed up because there's two episodes of Bachelor this week. Then there's going to be a Married at First Sight. And then before you know it, Law and Order SVU is going to be on again only I'm going to be out of town so I'm going to have to catch up on it another time but this is a good problem to have tons of shows to catch up on I went to bed so early last night I just feel like I've been really tired lately 
Um, Flo is telling me that the storms are coming on Friday, which is the day I'm leaving. So cool, cool, cool. Uh, can always rely on Mother Nature to just like fuck me up when I'm out of town. Love that for me. Um, so I'm just feeling like extra tired. So I listened to my body and went to sleep last night at like, I don't know, 845. Didn't fall asleep right away, but definitely went to bed earlier than normal. Like didn't watch anything in bed. And I'm just trying to have a nice, easy, breezy week. Luckily, there's no storms this week, knock on wood. So work has been still busy, but, you know, slower than it was last week because there's not storms to deal with. And I'm freaking happy about that. Um, I was show prepping today and Katy Perry, (laughs) this is her last season on American Idol because she's going to go back to making music. And it's not that I'm not excited about her making music. I'm just worried. I'm worried that that ship has sailed. You know what I mean? Like we love a dark horse. We love the Katy Perry era. But is it going to be like Gwen Stefani performing pre-Super Bowl? Have you seen the videos of that? Number one, she sounds bad. Number two, the crowd is not excited to see her and she's like annoyed. She's like yelling at them because that's the thing now. We just yell at the crowd when they're not participating. And I'm I love Katy Perry on American Idol. So I'm sad because does that mean that everyone's going to quit? Are they going to get someone new in? What's the dynamic going to be? I I bet Luke and Lionel are pretty probably pretty much over it, too. I mean, I guess it all depends. But yeah, she's going to start doing music again. And I guess I'm excited. I just I hope it's not a shit show. Uh, Can we talk about the video that Taylor posted on her TikTok? I feel like everything's always like marketing PR, not gimmicky, but just like it's it has a purpose. And this was very just like me posting on my Instagram story. Obviously, you've all seen it. Her parents were at the club. And it's funny because I didn't see them in any of the paparazzi shots or any of the any of the other videos. It's just wild that her parents were there like clubbing in Vegas with your parents when you're Taylor's like, I just I can't. Um, and people are just freaking out because it was just such a personal thing to post. Or like, does she know that this went on? Does she have like a, a secret page? And she meant to post it there. But it was so cool that we got to see that. Um, let's see, Madame, Madame Webb, my lips are so chapped. You know, I got that chapstick from Amazon a while ago and I was like, I'm not using it. I'm not taking chances, but I get desperate sometimes and I use it and then my lips like hurt so bad. So it's definitely a scam. It's definitely not real chapstick brand. Although I was watching one of those TikToks recently at like a dermatologist or plastic surgeon's office and they go around saying like, what's the one beauty thing that you like don't do? Or that's taboo that a lot of people do. And a lot of people have said they don't wear chapstick brand. And I'm like, what? Or they don't wear chapstick at all. They put Aquaphor on their lips, which I've never been an Aquaphor girly, but I do have some. Maybe I should give it a whirl. People also say they don't wear perfume. I'm like, what? Oh, my God. It's just getting so extreme. I can't do this. I can't do that. Also, I decided to extend this Invisalign tray another week because it was feeling pretty tight because I haven't been great at wearing it this week. There's just been a lot going on. And then I feel like I'm not going to be great at wearing it this weekend. So I'm just extending it by a week. And I think that's going to be fine because when I'm done with the last tray, I'm going to be on vacation. So I'm actually going to wear it for an additional two weeks before I can go into the dentist. So I think it's okay if I extend this tray a little bit and then just be really good about it from here on out. Like it's the final stretch, even though it's not because I know I'm going to have to do refinements. Like I know it's not going to be it. Even when I went to go see my dentist, she was like, your teeth are moving. I'm like, oh, that didn't sound promising. And then she said, "Um, when you go in, she's like, how often do you go in for them to check the trays and like your teeth? And I'm like, Never. I was like, I went to go pick up like the second half of my treatment, but I 
I have they didn't like sit down with me and she was like oh I'm like what are you not saying should they be I'm like what <laughs> what's happening don't freak me out but I am excited because my dentist has done this for me before she like lasers my gums and so she's doing that for me in March. She's going to laser my gums. And so they're just less visible because that's always been like a problem area or something I'm self-conscious about. Have you seen the TikTok of like the people in Hawaii that draw the caricatures of the people and they're always super offensive? I'm like, if I sat down to do that, what would what would my picture look like? What would my cartoon look like? And it would for sure just be like all gums and like a little face. They've gotten a lot better. I look back at pictures and I'm like, damn, she's done a little bit a few times, but she's just going to do a little bit more. This one's mostly going to be in the back, but I'm going to have her hit the front a little bit too. The only thing is I have a meeting the next day in San Ramon, like in person. And it looks like it looks fucked up for a couple days, but whatever, whatever. And instead of just like letting it be, I'll point it out to everyone. I'll be like, oh, no, my, my, don't mind my gums. I got some dental work done like people might not even notice but I'm gonna point it out just because that's the type of person I am neurotic someone at work called me neurotic today I was like yeah I'll own that that tracks um what's what else okay so I was gonna hold off on getting new Nespresso's until we were completely out but we are we're at the end of the road we are at the final few so I'm like I don't want to like be completely out so I I saw a post from Nespresso about like a let me pull it up actually um, I got text messages from my boss because I'm like, hello, where are the logs trying to record my radio show? That's why I record the podcast first. So they posted a um, a drink like a, a recipe and it says you'll need barista barista creations, maple pecan flavor. So I'm like, what? And so I go on the Nespresso site because I wanted to order that. And I was like, I'll just do my order now. So I go on the website. I don't see it on there. So then I go to the post and people are like, when is it going to be in Canada? When is this going to be available in Mexico? And then someone was like, when is it going to be available in U.S.? And they were like, keep watching. I'm like, is it available anywhere? Like, where is this pod actually? Did you guys post this too soon? Did you fuck up? Did you schedule this for the wrong date? So anyways, I still ended up finding stuff that I wanted to buy. When Kristen let me, uh, gave me a bunch of pods, there was one that I loved and it was like the hazelnut. So I got that and then I got a couple Nespresso's. I basically got six sleeves um, and I had a coupon. It came with the machine for my first Nespresso pod order. I was nervous that it wasn't going to work because technically I ordered pods before I had the machine. And so I put the code in and it didn't work. And so I've heard that Nespresso's customer service is really great. So I chatted them and I was like, hey, I know that I've already ordered pods, but it was before I had my machine. So when I got my machine, it came with a code for $10 off my first order. I was like, it, it denied it. But is there any way that I could still use it? So she had me provide the code and she find, found out that the code expired before the machine even sold. So it was like an old code. So she ended up honoring it at first. She didn't like ask for my card information or anything. So I thought she was just about to give them for free because I've heard that if you call Nespresso and you're like, oh, my machine broke, they'll just send you another one without even sending the other one back. Like I just heard their customer service is top notch. So I did end up having to pay, but she did give me $10 off, which was so nice. So a uh, great customer experience with them so far. And I'm trying out all new pods. I did get one of the espresso ones that we liked before, but I didn't get as many coffee ones. I only got two. And I'm excited to try these ones out. And then I just need to monitor, I guess, my email and the website for new flavors that come in that I can try out. Uh, yeah. So pumped. 
about that and to make new coffees. Someone also did reach out and say the Khalifa, Khalifa, I don't even know. I've used the brand before, but they have a like good almond milk, I think. And she said that she really likes it. So I'm going to test that out when I go. Um, I was just reading that Io from The Bear went into JLo's dressing room prior to the show on Saturday night with like tears in her eyes, just profusely apologizing for the comments that she made on the Scam Goddess podcast years before about how JLo was the biggest scam, about how she can't sing. <clears throat> and I just thought that whole thing was so embarrassing, like how terrible that that came out when when you were hosting SNL. Like, I swear to God, you guys, if a podcast ever goes viral for me or like if I ever get big, I'm going to have to shut everything down and start over. I like think about my Twitter all the time and like what is on there, like who have I talked shit about? So many people, so many people. I just, I just, it's so bad. So like if I ever, something ever happens to me and I end up on SNL, like it's going to go down. They're going to be like, this is what she said about Taylor Swift, about Beyonce, about uh, Kanye West. Like, I don't, I don't even know. I'm going to have to shut it down and start over. Like I'm going to just have to shut everything down and start over because we just cannot risk it. We simply cannot. So how embarrassing for her to have to go into JLo's dressing room. And I'm also not ever going to be in that situation, but just hypothetical. She had to go into JLo's dressing room and say that she was so sorry that she doesn't think that. She admitted that she just watched her soundtrack. She had never seen her live and she was so impressed. And JLo was like, I didn't she obviously she accepted her apology, but she was like, so many people have said that throughout my career that I can't sing, that I'm a joke. And so she's like, I'm used to it. So that's good, I guess. But just how awkward. I, I'm sure she had to just accept her apology no matter what. They were working together. But it still probably was embarrassing for both of them. It's not nice to hear. It's not nice for people to undermine your talent and uh, to for them to just have to address it before they went out to perform like musically or to host just feels awkward to me. I like had a hard time even reading the story. I was getting secondhand embarrassment. So Brett says that he's going to paint my office while he's gone. He said on Thursday night, we're going to take everything down. And he's like, you'll have to tell me where you want everything to go. I'm like, just wait till I get home because it it is hodgepodge in here right now because Brett be hanging things when I'm not here. And they're just I need to be here supervising when things go back on the wall. But I can't wait to put my Weston Willow up. I can't wait to put my Chuck uh, Sacramento magazine up. That's now going to be in my office. I can't wait to remove a couple things. It's just going to look so good, so fresh and so clean. But I am a little concerned about unplugging everything and not being here to supervise like don't touch any of my soundboard settings like be careful with my laptop like make sure nothing breaks like I just need to relinquish that uh, control that I always have to have and just let go and let God that's really my motto for 2024 let go and let God. All right, guys. Well, thanks for being here. Happy Valentine's Day to those who are celebrating. Back in my day, every Valentine's Day before I was married, when I was single, I used to get a heart-shaped pizza from Roundtable. Don't know how. Don't know how I could afford that, but I did it every single Valentine's Day, and I murdered it. So if you are single and you're like, what am I going to do tonight? I highly recommend getting a heart-shaped pizza from Roundtable, a Maui Zowie, and a ton of ranch to go on the side, maybe even some garlic twists and a bottle of wine. That's how I used to do it in my day. And man, those were the days. Happy Valentine's Day. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe. Follow me on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast. And I'll talk to you next week. And I have a feeling next week's Oregon recap is going to be a doozy. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.